Hey everybody, this is Erin Wade and this is The Erin Show. Um, It's been a while since I recorded. Um, I've had a lot going on and this is going to be kind of a difficult episode for me to get through um, because something's happened that I didn't expect and it's kind of thrown me for a loop. Um, When I started this podcast, it was um, sort of spurred by things that had happened in the media with Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain, uh, both committing suicide. Um, And as I mentioned, um, my family, I've had several people in my family who committed suicide. Um, I'm going to... uh, probably need to read some of this because it's going to be very hard for me to get through this whole episode. Um, So just bear with me. Um, But I wanted to record this because um, this is uh, going to be in honor of my father. Um, My dad on February 4th 2019 just over a month ago um, my own father took his own life Um, he had been struggling with depression Um, however I believe that he had untreated bipolar and he also had Asperger's Um, my dad was from the generation that you didn't talk about those things and you at least in his family people didn't deal with these things you swept it under the rug and it has cost several people in my family their lives um thankfully i'm part of the generation that it's okay to talk about this stuff and that's why i started this podcast is that i wanted to reach out to other people who were struggling and let them know that they're not alone (laughs) Um, unfortunately I wish my dad had reached out and told someone he was suicidal he never admitted that that's how he was feeling Um, I believe that I had mentioned that I struggle with depression and anxiety but I am not bipolar I, I don't get manic I don't you know, it doesn't manifest for me the way it was for my father. And unfortunately, my dad enjoyed his manic episodes. Um, He loved his highs, but his lows scared him. So he only got help when he was depressed and anxious. Um, And he never saw a psychiatrist. He never saw a psychologist. As far as I know, he, he, occasionally got counseling but it wasn't with um, anyone who was certified in those fields as far as I know he never told me if he did Um, and I believe if he had been honest about his symptoms and his mania episodes as well as his depression then he might have gotten treatment correctly Um, 
I'm on Zoloft. I have been on Zoloft for almost 11 years. Um, you know, obviously I'm not advocating people take Zoloft. It's dependent on what you need for your body. It has worked for me. Um, and I was having panic attacks. I was severely, um, depressed and suicidal. And so I got on this because I have a severe family history of attempting and actually committing suicide, obviously. Um, but honestly, I never thought that I would (laughs) be dedicating a show on my podcast to my father. Um, so this is this is very hard for me to talk about but be, if you've been listening I thank you god bless you um but you know just talking about this is so necessary because this is an epidemic it 25 million people have taken their own lives now the reasons why they do that are obviously different but not getting help and not getting treatment for depression, reaching out to people, telling people you're suicidal, you know, that can save your life. And when you're suicidal, you don't feel like there's anything left to save, unfortunately. Um, But that's not true. And I'm a testament, unfortunately, now that... (laughs) I mean, this has destroyed me. I'm beside myself with grief. Um, So please, if you are going through this, just know you're not alone. And there are so many people out there who love you and care about you and want you to feel better. Um, There's always a way out. And you know, I, I do believe that, um, there is always help out there, but you have to be honest about how you're feeling. Uh, Sorry, I'll try to pull myself together. Um, so unfortunately, because my dad had bipolar, but he couldn't admit that. And I, I did try to talk to him about it. He was very obstinate about things like that. He didn't want to talk about it. He didn't want to deal with it. And he didn't want to accept that that's what he had. Um, If he had this and if he had told someone how he was feeling, this might have turned out differently. But I can't change that. Um, All I can do is try to help other people from this point on. And be honest about you know how this makes me feel um you know again what precipitated this I think is a couple of things is that my father had struggled with this his whole life however a year ago he went in for surgery and um to have his hip replaced and he got an infection and was in pain and had Um, I think really obsessive compulsive worry over his health and dying and um, just 
you know, he he would talk about it almost every time and just obsess on what was going on with his health. Um, and it really made him spiral into depression. Uh, so one of the things, unfortunately, is he did go and see his doctor, but he saw a general practitioner. He saw a, a, just a regular MD, told them, oh, I'm feeling depressed and anxious. Well, they put him on Zoloft, which I'm on. <laughs> but he said it hurt his stomach, talked to his wife about it. Um, and so he just stopped taking it and didn't wean off of it. Didn't He made an appointment with his doctor to go talk about it, but... A few days after stopping Zoloft abruptly, he woke up that morning at 6.30. My stepmom was still asleep. She didn't even see him leave. Um, And he drove to a five-story parking garage and he jumped. And didn't leave a note, didn't tell anyone he was suicidal. And... You know, my dad loved to write. (laughs) He was very um, gregarious and, and, you know, he would chew your ear off and he loved to write long letters. So for him to not tell someone or at least leave a note was so unlike him. So, um, you know, it's obviously we're all just devastated and it's really difficult talking about this but I feel as though it's important for me to share this with you since I've talked about this so many times on my podcast already and if you're listening to this and you are depressed or suicidal just please be honest with someone who loves you who can help you and get help for you Um, in the right way. You don't want to be hospitalized in a psych hospital. I've heard horrible stories about that. You know, go and see a psychiatrist, talk to them about how you're feeling, get on medicine, if if that's what's going to help you. Um, You know, I can't predict what is going to happen because I don't know you, but I am rooting for you. I, you know, I've had to deal with this way too many times in my life. And my poor family, you know, we all are just suffering because it's just so tragic that this has happened so many times in my family. Um, We all are just grieving so heavily. And... I I know that it's so important for me to be honest about how I feel and let other people who are close to me know how I'm feeling. And I have admitted to people if I was feeling suicidal. You know, the one of the other tragic things is that my dad had his own several of his own siblings have committed suicide and he came from a very large family and his brother in particular probably about 20 years ago took his own life and my dad was 
just destroyed and he was he never really recovered from that and he always said he would never do this to the people he loved or you know take his own life so all of us are so shocked that this happened and it's just really difficult coming to terms with it um, and accepting it and then also it's scary it's you know having this as something that is has happened so many times in your own family is frightening um so i i can relate if you've had someone very close to you like your father or your mother or a sibling who's done this to themselves it raises a lot of questions for you like well what if this happens to me what if i just up and do this one day how is that going to affect my family you know so I myself am going to find a good psychologist and get back in therapy because I know myself is that you know my brother can compartmentalize his feelings I can't he doesn't suffer from depression like I do um, and it is suffering. You do feel like there's no hope sometimes. And, you know, it's important to realize that that's just a thought. And it's fleeting. It comes and goes. Just like sunshine on a cloudy day, it's hidden, it's buried, but it's still there. And it will come back. You know, sometimes I... I'm trying to advocate that people start to talk about and realize that in our society, people do a lot of medication shaming. And and I've talked about this on my podcast before. If you hear somebody um, making jokes about people taking medication for even if it's for ADHD or for anxiety or depression, you know, they need a smackdown because I'm sorry, if, if you're making jokes about that, you obviously don't suffer from depression. And if you hear somebody saying, well, I've been on whatever it is, depression, med, but I'm trying to get off of it. I think that to me is just bullshit you know if it's helping you and you know don't be ashamed that you are taking something if if you had diabetes you wouldn't be ashamed that you needed insulin to live our brain is an organ just like your kidneys just like your heart just like your liver it's an organ. It's made up of almost exactly the same material, except our brains are so much more fragile than any other organ in our body. Our neurons don't regenerate. So if you've had any kind of damage to your brain, your brain is is really susceptible to changes in its chemistry and its structure blood flow can trigger all kinds of things if your chemical balance is off it can trigger hallucinations all kinds of things so you know if you need 
uh, any kind of medication to stay healthy, take the medication and don't be ashamed of it. It's like taking insulin. You wouldn't say, well, I'm going to get off this insulin because I'm ashamed of what people will think. People will think I'm crazy for taking insulin. I'm sorry, but fuck that. If you need to take something so that you don't kill yourself, that is keeping you alive. I will never get off of my SSRI that I'm on because I know it's keeping me alive, period. It's just like a a high blood pressure medication or a cholesterol medication. If the chemicals in your brain are off, you need to be on something. Now, I'm really hoping that the medical field can figure out a way to run tests on the chemicals in your brain the same way that we take blood tests to see if you have high cholesterol or a test to see if you have high blood pressure or if you need insulin because your blood sugar is off. Why can't we find a way to test the serotonin in your brain, come up with numbers that people can conceptualize and go, oh, I'm not crazy. My brain doesn't produce enough serotonin. I need serotonin to keep me from feeling depressed. So I need to be taking X, Y, and Z medication to keep me from having low serotonin it's exactly the same and I'm sorry we should be talking about it that way your brain is an organ all right so I'm gonna leave it at that for today Um, forgive my rant there at the end on medication I just it just really bugs me that that goes on And if people were taking the right medication for them, you know, there's too much guesswork in the psychological field. They, you know, and and it's my personal opinion that medical doctors, the general practitioners should not be prescribing these meds to people. You should have to have a psychologist or a psychiatrist at least, you know, evaluate you and your symptoms not just oh you're anxious oh you're depressed here you go well that wasn't the complete picture for my dad unfortunately he was bipolar he was not just depressed so you know again if you need help please get help please talk to someone who can help you and who cares about you you can always email me I've changed my email it's pixie and trixie cat at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook at Aaron Wade Photos. Um, and um, you can find me on Instagram as well at Aaron Schmidt Financial. Um, God bless you. I hope that if you're struggling, that you will reach out to me. But more than anything, please get help. Have faith. And there is always hope. And I love you all. Thank you for letting me share this with you today. Take care. Bye-bye.